Hello, friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, doing yet another live interview here at the ASCII Success Summit in Miami, Florida. This is day two at the lovely Marriott Marquis right off of the side of the ocean in Miami, Florida. It is a fantastic event. I am now joined by Ian McCord of Zorus. Ian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. All right. So you were here. You did a presentation yesterday. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, tell me what you think of our fine Miami city. <laughs> I think it's hot. <laughs> it's humid. <laughs> um, but it's no, it's good. I, I like being downtown. Uh, I think there's some cool restaurants and um, lots of cool stuff to see. Did you actually make it out and about? Did you come in early and do South Beach or? Uh, just came in the night before. Okay. Um, and was able to check out a couple of restaurants actually here uh, with my girlfriend. Now, did you do Cuban restaurants? Did you find a, an American restaurant in Little Havana uh, or something like that? It was actually ramen. Really? Yeah. It was a sort of ramen, hole in the wall ramen spot um, that was open till three in the morning, which is crazy. Uh, but we got it in a little later, like 10 o'clock. So. Oh, I'll um, have to know. I don't know the ramen one, so I'll have to find out where you <laughs> went and... Uh, <laughs> Do that. Yeah. All right. So, Ian, uh, you guys uh, are been, you know, have been mainstays at these events and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, have been, what, you've been a partner with ASCII for, what, three years or more? Yeah, Zorus uh, for three years, but I've been going to ASCII events for the last 12, 13 years. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to be, you know, PC <laughs> with, with the Zorus connection. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, but I love the ASCII community. Uh, I think these shows are really good for... Uh, MSPs to, you know, focus on the strategy side of their business as opposed to just putting out fires, which I know is a a very time-consuming part of their business. Uh, Putting out fires is one aspect. Uh, Your presentation actually kind of focused on the future, uh, helping us look ahead. So for the Mm -hmm. listeners that did not make it, while we can't give them, you know, the whole spiel, uh, because they should come to these events if they want that. But what's a quick overview of how you see things going for us in the next few years? Yeah, I mean, obviously, my outlook on the market is super optimistic. But I think that managed services has been around for about 20 years, you know, kind of made the switch. Managed services as a concept came around, I don't know, like 2002, when the first RMM solutions started existing. Um, And after 20 years, I think that uh, the landscape, the IT landscapes changed significantly with SaaS apps and everything moving to the cloud. And there's not on-prem servers and, um, you know, everybody's working remote and hybrid. Uh, and so I think that uh, managed services in the future will look a little different than it does now and that it'll be more like a VCIO model than just an implementer model. Um, I know a lot of managed service providers are trying to uh, become advi- technical advisors as well as implementers um, and being able to uh, you know, offer be in those business conversations as opposed to, you know, these companies just saying like, hey, I need you to fix this. It's more like, hey, I need my sales team to work more efficiently. I need to be able to support work from anywhere. You know, what are these softwares? Can you give me some advice on like how to think about solving this problem instead of them just coming to the solution and saying like, hey, I need you to implement this? Well, it seems that there's a big shift for us, which is going to be a big opportunity to where we can actually come to them ahead of time and say, hey, we know what's happening in the industry, not just tech-wise, but how it relates to your business. And we think we may have some solutions 
to sit in on your business discussions. I mean, do you see that as? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's really cool, you know, even just five years ago, the idea that uh, MSP was having QBRs with their customers, you know, all of their customers was kind of a foreign concept. It was just sort of a select few or they are thinking about it. Now, I feel like it's really common that all MSPs are really trying, they're thinking about doing QBRs with their customers. Uh, and they're trying to, you know, come up with data that's relevant for customers. And I think that's a challenge, you know, customers don't care about patches. What they care about is, you know, what are the vulnerabilities that I have? What are the softwares that I'm using? What are the SaaS apps that are people buying? What are, you know, the concerns that I should be having? Um, And I think that MSPs are now being able to give that information in a digestible, non-technical way, uh, which is huge for changing the relationship between managed service provider and customer. I think with the VCIO method that you mentioned, being able to do some of these things where we can project out, you know, their monetary spend, you know, in something they're familiar with, they're familiar with charts, they're familiar with spreadsheets. Uh, and when we get involved in, you know, mapping out all of their IT expenses, not just what it costs for us and their hardware, but now how does it affect, like you mentioned, the sales department, the marketing department, the things that we do and we can bring to the table, look, we can help your department be more effective because we can move this application to a cloud base. They can do it from anywhere. I mean, that's, that's really important to, for the you know, executives to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's you know, uh, a further step to that that I think is one that can be controversial when we bring it up. Um, but I love having the conversation and that's around user data and specifically um, productivity tracking. I think that that's something that's, you know, just sort of being talked about. I think in the past it was shunned because it's sort of a big brother type style. Um, but I think that MSPs are realizing that customers are starting to even ask for it specifically. And so, you know, what's a channel friendly vendor that can bring productivity monitoring? And I feel like that's an area that's just not being addressed right now. Well, it's being addressed, just not appropriately. Um, I have a customer that we're dealing with that now where, the principal of that office, they want to track all of that. And of course the users are like, I don't want you tracking me. And he wants to come at it from a standpoint of, it's not that I want to track you to watch you and see what you're doing. It's I need to know the effectiveness of my billing practices. You know, are we efficient in getting the work done and billing for it? Because their clients that they're building are coming back and wanting to do write-offs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's a big thing. And being able to provide that when it comes to things that we can help them track, you know, application activity, um, you know, not just the internet sites, where have you been to, you know, get off Facebook, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, but being able to track their, their billing applications, their file management. Yeah. Um, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, on a more broad sort of, Uh, business level. I think that this negotiation between employee and employer about work from home and hybrid, I think that the trade-off that I see from both angles as as an employee, but as an employer, I think that if you, you know, are working from home, I think that there should be some expectation. You should agree to basically have some level of uh, accountability, just like a walk around the office that a manager does when you're in the office. They walk around the office and kind of see what people are doing. You know, Um, I think that productivity monitoring is a virtual walk around the office. 
And that's sort of how we position, you know, the, the product that, that we have, that it's, it's not taking screenshots or keycaps. It's more just like giving an idea of, again, like you said, the effectiveness, um, because as a manager, you need to have that information so that you can fix the problems. So speaking of your product, I should let you talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Uh, you have been for years somebody that has, you know, I don't want to say you've been ahead of the game in every step of the way, but it seems that you have. So uh, tell us more about Zorus and, you know, the forward thinkingness that you guys are bringing to the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have um, two products. Uh, one is a, is a content filter and the other one is productivity monitoring. Um, and we're on 100% channel only. Uh, and the two products work really well together and we're kind of building some synergy from them uh, with the idea of that, you know, when you see something going amiss or going awry, that the content filter and the productivity monitoring can actually make adjustments on the fly automatically where it's like, hey, you know, this employee was on Robinhood for eight hours yesterday. You know, the next day they wake up, Robinhood's blocked. And it's just, you know, you have a button there. It's like, is this important to your job? And they can click that button and they can get into Robinhood. But that sends an alert to the manager to be like, your employee said it's important for them to be on Robinhood during the day on a work compliance you know, that, that I feel like that's causing the conversations that you want to have. That's right. causing the efficiencies in your business. And I think what's exciting to me about these products is that, um, you know, specifically on the productivity monitoring, it's a net new product for MSPs to sell. And as I see servers going to the cloud, I see some revenue being displaced. And so I get excited about net new products instead of just rip and replace products. So let me ask in terms of the functionality of all that. So most of us, have come from the firewall appliance world where there's something on-prem and we use that firewall to do that content filtering. Uh, The employee monitoring or tracking has always been another third-party app that came in. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that, yes, we're all going to the cloud. We're doing remote work. Um, How is it in the sense that the industry is making this slow, begrudging change to the concept that you're presenting where you know, you can do this for any user, any device, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, agent-based, the idea is that, you know, you don't know, you don't really have the same level of control uh, over where your employees get their internet. Um, you know, as much as you want to just say like, oh, well, it's fine. We'll just have the firewall in the office, even though nobody goes and everybody VPNs in. It's like, that's so inefficient. Uh, and what happens if they're on the road or they're somewhere else? And it just, you know, I, I think you got to, put that concept away and just say, you know what, let's do it from the device level, um, right at the device. So that's where you're going to be doing the filtering. That's where you're going to be doing the protection uh, and let them get internet from wherever they're going to get it from. Uh, because I think that even the whole ISP industry is changing and we might just be getting it all from, um, you know, wireless at some point. That right. may be where it's coming from, you know. So I, I think that changing that mindset and just saying, hey, let's do everything remote, start remote, start at the device. That's where they're doing the computing. I, I think that's a better positioning. So let me ask the question that I'm thinking, assuming that others will ask it too. You know, a lot of times we do stuff that is integrated with our RMM. And that's where we're pushing out uh, our our platforms, our agents and stuff. Do you play nicely with all the RMMs? Yeah. Or some of them? Yeah. (laughs) Um, We've got deep integrations with two RMMs, so on the ConnectWise side and on the data side. Um, And that really is from 
the management to the deployment um, because I know deploying agents is just you you're not it has to be efficient and RMMs are really efficient at deploying things software onto machines um, so we've got integrations with a few others uh, beyond that but our two are uh, our data and ConnectWise right okay. now but we're working on a lot more we're working on a RESTful API we've been talking with Gradient about you know some of their stuff too so you know that's an area that we're continuing to improve on all right and good to see uh, you here Gradient here and all the others and all the vendors are playing nicely <laughs> together as long as they don't buy each other <laughs> yeah uh, you didn't make it to the poker game last night so <laughs> oh, no. all right well ian i appreciate the time here i know i've uh, asked you to step away from your booth and everything but uh, i'll let you get back to the conference thank you for taking the time yeah and uh, we'll see you again soon and maybe get you guys on for a full podcast uh later on Love that. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Ian McCord with Zorus, and we'll be back with another episode soon. And until then, holla.